Hey, everyone. You may have noticed we've been off the air for a few weeks, and we definitely owe you an explanation. Our close friend John Shulman passed away on November 16th after a very long, very tough battle with colon cancer. Uh, he was only 39 years old. And the last thing he ever wanted was for us to mope around and stop doing the things we love, like this podcast. But, you know, honestly, we just didn't have it in us these last few weeks to do an episode. But the show must go on, and we're excited to provide you with some uh, good old-fashioned DFD goodness. So uh, enjoy the show. Have a happy Thanksgiving, and uh, let's do this. Hey, Emmy, can you say this is dinner for dessert? This is dinner for dessert. Close enough. Hey there, Pump. Hey, Eric. If you could erase one thing off of the face of the earth like it never existed, what would it be? Does it have to be a thing or could it be a person? Could be in anything. Or is a person a thing? Anything. Erase anything from the earth. Hmm. The Belt Parkway. Wow. That's a very localized thing, but okay. Okay, for those who don't live in the New York area, the Belt Parkway is where dreams go to die. It's the worst roadway. Uh, Second only to the Cross Bronx after a Yankee game. Oh. That one's pretty bad. Or any time ever that you drive on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You could be three in the morning. I've been stuck at 3 a.m. traffic on the Cross Bronx. Me too. Me too. Yeah. So that's it. That's That's a good choice. It's a fair choice. It's it's, uh, one of the only ways to (laughs) South Jersey. So... You don't really ever have to go to Jersey. But to get to any other southern state, you kind of do. So It's true. You know what I think they should do? For those who don't live in Long Island, pull up Google Maps right now. Um, look at Long Island. Look where Long Beach is, which is where we are at the moment. And you realize that if somebody just created like some sort of like ferry shuttle service from Long Beach to like Atlantic City, it'd be like a 20-minute boat ride. <laughs> And it would be brilliant because people would go there for like bachelor parties. They would take the ferry there, drink on the ferry, get to Atlantic City, party, and then come back. Just saying. Fair enough. So you guys want to start a, like a, a, a shuttle boat business? Yeah. Shuttle boat? We just call it the Shuttle Boat Express. That's a terrible name. Yeah, I couldn't really think of anything else. This whole episode, though, I'm going to think of a good name that I'm going to drop on you at a random time. Yeah. I'm excited to hear that. All right. What about you, Jones? How you doing, by the way? I'm doing pretty good. Um, what about you? What would you delete from existence? Well, Chris already took my Belt Parkway answer. <laughs> Did you re- were you really going to say that? No, that that's a really good answer because I hate the Belt Parkway. It's the worst. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it. It's like all the world's worst drivers got a driver's license to drive on that road. And the road itself sucks. Like, it's there's holes in it. Like, it's just not a good road. Oh, oh yeah. One lane is always closed for construction. <laughs> yeah. So you got two lanes when it should really be like 11 lanes. That's how yes. much traffic goes through there. And then, like, you get to Coney Island and there's that dump and it just smells like <laughs> dump. It's awful. It's horrendous. It's like garbage truck juice when you drive behind one in the summer. Oh, garbage like truck juice smell. is the worst smell of all time. Yeah. It's bad. Like I'd rather take the the smell of like human poop over over garbage truck. Oh, one hundred percent. Human poop ha- is it's not great, but like it smells like natural garbage truck juice. Garbage is truck juice sa- seems unnatural. Like this, all the things that created that juice 
are should are things that shouldn't all be piled together. <laughs> has has one mean? ever like leaked a trail of that down your block and you smell it for like two weeks straight before oh, it evaporates? Oh, a hundred percent. That's the, that's awful. Yeah. Can you uh, erase garbage truck juice? No, no, I'm keeping that stuff. <laughs> You're keeping that okay. stuff is delicious. Fine. All right. So mm. what would you delete? I would uh, delete stairs. Stairs? Wow! I would make a, whoever invented those go back to the drawing board. I would just scra- I would take the piece of paper off of his drawing board and scrap it up and throw it over my shoulder <laughs> and just say, "Nope, try again, dude." So how would, you, got- how would you get into the studio? Because our studio is on the second floor of, a, of our house. But there's so many better ways. Like how about a you know how like when you take a the trampoline. Bunny- the trampoline's good. It's a great idea. Uh, you know how, like, when you go on the bunny slope when you're skiing with that little, like, toe thing that you, like, hold on to? Okay. Yeah. I, I see what you're... Oh, so take your sneakers off, have socks on, and that little toe thing pulls you up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like a hardwood ramp. Yeah, that could be done. It's basically like a um, like a walking sidewalk in the airport, <laughs> but on an incline. Exactly. Exactly. How about uh, escalators are way more efficient? Yeah. That's Elevators. <laughs> Scissor jacks, forklift. <laughs> Did you say scissor, scissor jack? jack? Yeah. I guess that's doable, too. Stairs are dumb, and I want them gone. Yeah. Do it. Okay. Right. I'm with you. Hey, there's no wrong answers. No, so. no. For me, it's uh, Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> you hate him so yeah. much. Yeah. He's not that bad of a guy. Yeah, he's terrible, and he's gone now, so don't even worry about him. You don't even know he exists. <laughs> oh, that's true. Where are all his cars going? On the stairs. <laughs> all whose cars? <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that that guy has a brownstone in the, in the city that is has been completely converted to a garage? And as of tonight, it's condemned. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's vacant. Hey, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, while you were talking, I looked up a, a um, I just typed in, you know, interesting questions to ask your friends. <laughs> and sadly, these websites exist it's like teaching people how to be normal <laughs> like how to make friends so <clears throat> the website is called manintelligence.com oh so it's it's definitely great whenever you put the word man in anything that you're doing it's immediately cheese fest it's definitely going to get you accepted into a group of guys conversation like 100 percent. like sangria is a delicious beverage right <laughs> but adam carolla um I would say the uh, former king of podcasting, and now no one listens to Adam Carolla, um, created a sangria brand called Mangria. It's stupid. Just when you hear that, just what does it make you feel? Like never using that product. Yeah, it's the worst. It's very dumb. Man cave? Dumb. Dumb. Stop it. So I'm going to read you some questions that are, are supposed to be ways that you could you know make friends. Wow, this, this is going to be good stuff. All right, Eric. All right. <laughs> oh, there's, there's so many weird ones. Okay. I just have, uh, to, I have to explain to the audience watching Chris's face read these. He's just like, what am I doing? It's right like now? he's Why? eating a sour warhead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you had the world's attention for 30 seconds, what would you say? So you get like a big megaphone and the entire world can hear you. What would you say for 30 seconds? Oh, my God. Um,. Eat your vitamins, say your prayers, drink your milk. You Owen Hart? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Isn't that what, isn't that what the blue blazer, the, the professional wrestler used to say? <laughs> that was Hulk Hogan who said that. Oh, not Owen Hart? Rest easy, Owen. <laughs> the training, the prayers, and the vitamins. That was Hulk Hogan. <laughs> I'd say... Uh, Got into many battles with Punch Buggy Jones at Madison Square Garden. 
Don't waste your life waiting in line. That's a good answer. A good answer. I thought you were going to say beatbox for 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> While Jones read off like the description of some crazy scientific thing. <laughs> I would pass it on to Jones and then beatbox his 30-second speech. <laughs> <laughs> so, funny enough, you said, uh, don't waste your life waiting in line. Here's a question from, the, from Mantelligence.com. Where do you n- not mind waiting? Where are places that you don't mind waiting? Um, I, like a, I guess like a restaurant. I don't have a problem sitting at a table like with my friends having drinks like waiting for my dinner to come if it's taking a little longer. Like I don't have an issue with that. Like some people get really annoyed. Yeah. I don't care. I'm the same way. Honestly, I... Um, like we went out to hang out. So what's like the rush? Have you ever gone to out to dinner and it all happens so fast you're like wait it's over already yeah and then like you're like and then you feel bad sitting there like still talking when people are like waiting to sit down yeah you're like damn it you sit down like the second you sit there like what do you want you're like i don't know yet yeah give me a second like how many times have you ordered coffee and dessert not because you really wanted it but because you just didn't want to go home you yeah, yeah you want to excuse. extend your hangout because that's all it truly is yeah it's, it's an excuse to hang out a little bit longer 100 percent. i always get coffee and i take like two sips same yeah same i don't like hot coffee but i get it just to just because the moment man because i enjoy you guys's company you know yeah for sure jones where would you not mind waiting man that's a hard one i'm not i'm not the same as you guys i really don't like waiting for things like that maybe like uh we'd have to redefine like the length of the wait how about um i'm gonna give you some some suggestions okay how about at the mall but sitting in one of those uh, pay massage chairs where you put like a dollar, you put quarters in and it massages. Oh, that's great. That's fine. But that that's, not, great. that's yeah. not even waiting though. Like that's no. like, no, like but a minute you're, of you're waiting for your fiance while she's shopping. Oh, hours. Like, if I had my phone with me. Yeah. Well, that's the beauty of smartphones. Like there's no such thing as boredom anymore. I tell you what, actually. Th- all right. Here, I, I do have an answer for this, right? You know how when you're on a road trip and let's say you got like a couple buddies with you or like your girl with you or whatever and you stop at a rest stop. And let's say you have like eight people with you and seven of them want to go use the bathroom. Take your time. Yeah. I'll find something to do. Even if I don't have to, I like stretching my legs in the parking lot. Yeah. Looking at sunglasses because they always have those great sunglass huts there. Always. Yeah. I'll play the little crane game. I'll try to get like a stuffed animal that I'll probably throw away immediately. Yeah. Maybe grab a Roy Rogers roast beef sandwich. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to grab an Arby's. So while you guys were talking, I was thinking about one place that I don't mind waiting is uh, Five Guys Burgers because they have those peanuts. (laughs) And you can eat all the peanuts you want while you wait. Actually, thinking of a road trip, would you guys consider being in the car on a road trip waiting because you're kind of waiting to get to your destination? I love that. I do love that. That's the best part. Yeah. The drive there. I hate when you get there. You're like, ah, all right. Now the drive's over. I like the driving more than the getting there. Me too. Back when we used to do a different format of the show, we used to do um, like certain. We used to do like playlists. Oh and yeah, one like of the best. Ep- one of the episodes was like best road trip songs. Remember that? Yeah, we probably still have the playlist on Spotify. It's we do. I put it up. It's public for people to if they went on my Spotify, they could see them. Sick. Um. Oh, but today on my Facebook memories, this is the anniversary of an episode of Roco Radio, which was our original name. We did um, best cover songs. Because we had posted the status on Facebook and like a ton of people commented their favorite cover songs. Yeah. And that's when we realized a lot of songs were covers that we thought were originals. Yeah. Like a lot. 
Like, did every, anyone know that girls just want to have fun was first sang by a dude? No, that was uh, that one got us. Yeah, that's true. Cindy Lauper cover, was covering that song. Uh, can I give Jones? Can I give you another question? Go ahead. That's my last one. Maybe, maybe not. Um, you don't even have one ready. No. <laughs> to quote Pat Benatar, hit me with your best shot. Fire away. Um, what is the stupidest thing you've done because someone dared you to? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I can't tell any of those stories on this show, Pomp. Okay. What part of your body could use a little lotion? <laughs> um, my your uh, elbows are a little ashy. I didn't mean. I don't want to say anything, but my my feetsies. Your feetsies. Yeah, my little toesies and feetsies need some lotion. Okay. All right, Eric. This last one's for you. Mm-hmm. If you could give a wedgie to any historical figure, who would you give a wedgie to? It has to be a historical figure. Yeah. Um. But you know, the definition of historical is pretty um loose. So, could it be Bruce Springsteen? Absolutely. Then Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> yeah, he deserves a wedgie. I feel like he already has one though, and he wouldn't even notice. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but I'm just going with it. <laughs> and he wouldn't even. He wouldn't notice. even notice. He's like, what? What happened? Um. Okay. Last question. <laughs> um. Would you rather be trapped in an elevator full of men with body odor or three soaked dogs? The dogs. The dogs. Yeah. Because they'll dry and then be so freaking cuddly and playful. Yeah. And if you're there for a while, you could eat them. <laughs> yeah. The, the people, too. I mean, that works both ways. Though. The people, too, but I feel like they'll put up more of a fight. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're like Captain America and you could take the whole elevator out in six seconds. That's a good point. That's a good point. I think Jones just quit the podcast again. <laughs> I just, I don't even want to think about that. I'm just saying. I don't man. want to eat the dogs. But I don't want to eat wet dog. <laughs> what about the people, though? Uh, people are people. Whatever. <laughs> it's the other white meat, right? Yeah. All right. Can I do one last one? There's so <laughs> many. There's a hundred questions. I could go for days. Okay, later. but this has to be the last All one. All right, it's the last one. Eric, what are you freakishly bad at? What am I bad at? Freakishly bad. Um, Talking to girls in real life. Really? Yeah. What? I mean, you used to call me eHarmony. You are I, eHarmony. You are I such a only cyber, through text message. Cyber flirt king. Like, you know what you should do? You should start a service where you ghost flirt on the internet for, pe- for people. I'd be, everyone would love it. Yeah. Like, I have the killer story of that time where I met, like, literally the dream girl of my life. And it was when Superbad was in the theater. That's how, that's how long ago it was. And uh, we were talking about the movie, and she goes... Were you wearing cargo shorts when you... Most likely. Yeah. Um, doesn't matter, though. I can get away with it. Yeah. I have tattoos on my legs. It looks kind of cool. Yeah, it's true. It's so true. she goes, um, I'd love to see it this weekend. And my response was, oh, you should totally let me know how it is. Uh, <laughs> so I'm not good in not real good. life. Well, maybe it's because there's a part of you that is afraid. <laughs> I want to I psychoanalyze you right now. Is afraid that the girl might end up becoming awesome and then you guys fall in love and then you get married and then you won't get to be bachelor Eric anymore. Yeah. It's not going to happen. I'm just saying, man, that's my cycle. I just don't, I don't, I don't, my brain doesn't work the same way in person, in person. Just get drunk. Like what dude in their right mind wouldn't be like, Oh, so let's go see it. You know, not me. That's why alcohol was invented. (laughs) I told her, let me know how it is. Alcohol is, is so prominent in the world because it's liquid courage, man. That's what I know. I know. I was at the bar too. So. 
Yeah. <sighs> Next time. So that's what I'm bad at. What are you freakishly bad at, Jonesy? I'm freakishly bad at picking up on any kind of signal that's like a like a subtle signal. You no. I'm so <laughs> bad at that. You um. So you don't you don't pick up on uh, subtle social cues? No, saying? not at all. All right, so on this answer, when I uh, first got to your house tonight, Pomp, you were in the shower, and I was downstairs with your lovely wife and children, and we were, for some reason, we were talking about um, your daughter did something, like your wife whispered something to her, and then like she said it out loud, and like being like, why are you whispering, instead of just accepting what she said? So I was like, oh, that's the, like, that's the equivalent of being in a, like, a group of people and like texting your one friend something, and then being like, why are you texting me? Oh, that's the you know? worst. So then she... Or when you nudge someone, okay, like, so like you she give them a t- nudge, like, what are you nudging me for? You're like, dude. She told me God. that you were in the car <laughs> like a month ago with her, uh, two of her family members, and you were like, you were in a conversation about something, and she gave you like a little kick, and you asked, why are you kicking me? And she was just trying to stop the conversation, but you oh. called it out, like, and I was like, oh, why would he do that? Because oh, I'm an idiot. Um, oh, I know what I did. <laughs> So, all right, I'm going to do it again now where like I'm going to do it on the air and it's going to be even worse. But um, I went on like a rant for no reason with like with some family members of hers. Uh, just like I don't know where what came from, but like just a rant about organized religion. <laughs> That's what she told me like, was. I was like, God is Santa Claus for grownups. <laughs> and, and, she, and she's like kicking me. She's like, stop. And, and, like she's kicking me in the backseat of the car. I'm like, why are you kicking me? And it turns out that the family member like runs is like a prominent member Super of a church religious. i was like oh well now i understand why you're kicking me i probably should have taken <laughs> taken you up on that social cue earlier so then we were like making a joke like i'm like imagine if you texted him and she's like i was texting him too and i'm like imagine if he was like why are you kicking me and texting me right yeah. now so we're not going to name the episode uh god is santa claus for grown-ups but <laughs> i kind of want to <laughs> I, I feel like it has to be more of a, a thanksgiving based title okay fine since um, we're doing like this random midweek show right now, that's true. It's uh, it's this is our Thanksgiving this special. Is, uh, this is a Tuesday night we're recording. This is going to be out for you on when on Thanksgiving Eve. This episode is going to be available. You could listen to us while you're eating your turkey, and yeah, your, and your cranberry sauce. I can't think of a better way to eat Thanksgiving dinner. No, we're like the tryptophan of um, of voices. We're the op- opposite, opposite of tryptophan. We don't put you to sleep. No, we're yeah, we're the op- opposite of tri- what's the opposite of tryptophan? Cocaine. Cocaine, we're speed. You Why just, you just said it like you were using. <laughs> I might be. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that happened. You know what we should do? We haven't really planned this episode at all. Not at all. <laughs> now that I think about it, we should do a, what we're grateful for or thankful for. Okay. Not yet, though. Not yet. We'll Definitely not yet. That'll we haven't be. even got to the intro of the episode yet. Oh, damn it. <laughs> yes. uh, That's at uh, 18, about 18 and a half. 1825. I got to go back and censor myself. Damn it. Every time one of us curses, for those who have not picked up on it, it takes me like 45 minutes to figure out where the curse is to go and center it. So now we call out the And I just want to say you've spent weeks uh, like yelling and making fun of me and Jones for doing it. And now it was you. Yeah, that was my bad. So, all right. So let's get to the intro of this episode. First things first. Welcome back, Jonesy. (laughs) Yeah, welcome back, man. I am so happy to be back, guys. You haven't been on the show in like a month. It's been a whole month. It feels like longer. Yeah, it feels like a lot longer, actually. You went on a uh, uh, cruise, I believe. I yeah. did. I went on the Flogging Molly Salty Dog Cruise 2019. What? What? <laughs> um, did, did you have fun? It was know. a blast. That's a terrible question. 
<laughs> I was, you know, why I did that? I was actually gonna make like a a speed two cruise control joke because that took place on a cruise ship, I think, or a boat. And then I forgot <laughs> so, whether or not something aquatic. And then I forgot whether or not that's true. So I stopped myself, and all I came up with was, "Did you have fun?" <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my grandma uh, just asked me that. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have fun, honey? Was it a good time? That's all that matters. That's all that matters is you had a good time, good, clean fun. Yeah. Can so, I uh, interview you as your grandma? <laughs> Go ahead. So Jonesy, yes, tell yes, us grandma. about your trip. Well, Grandma, we had a great time. You didn't we, do any of those drugs, did you? Uh, no, no. I, I I drank some of the alcohols, but no drugs. You weren't smoking grass or no, any I, of that stuff or any of that nonsense. No, I don't smoke. No anything. shenanigans. No, no shenanigans. Tomfoolery. No tomfoolery. I don't know why she's going through puberty. Pa- poppycock. <laughs> hey, was there any poppycock? There was no poppycock. There was no caterwauling. There was no kerfluffles. There was no nothing. Okay, good. Oh, good. Yeah. We had a great time, man. It was a it's, it's like a punk rock themed cruise. A bunch of bands play on the boat. There's Flogging Molly, Pennywise, Frank Turner and the Sleeping Souls. Oh, it's so good. Jones. Bronx, Mariachi El Bronx, The Street Dogs, Hepcat, Stiff Little Fingers, Crucial Taunt, Crucial Jolly Taunt Green played. Giants, The Sonic Death Monkey, The S Beatles played. Yeah, we can't say that joke. S E Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was awesome. It was so much fun. Um they had pro skaters on the boat that had a half pipe set up. Awesome. So, so it's like original warp tour almost. Yeah, it was like it was very much like that actually. Floating warp tour. It was a floating warp tour, but you're on the cruise ship that is has all the amenities of a cruise ship. So you're on this giant floating almost city thing while you go up to the top deck to see your favorite bands play. And the everyone that goes on the boat is a punk rock fan, you know, a rock fan. So it's not like the average cruise where you're you're like meeting like older couples or like people you don't really have anything in common with. Like you have something in common with everybody on the boat and you're all having a good time, you know? Is like the one thing I was thinking about is punk rock, when I think of punk rock being a punk since 12 years old, like every punk show you go to, it's like like dingy. You know what I mean? Like all the punk rock clubs that we've ever played and things like that, it's just stickers on the walls everywhere. So I'm imagining this cruise ship is kind of kind of dumpy no no it's beautiful it was a, like a really beautiful ship but like the restaurants at night were they like normal nice restaurants or were they like punk rock restaurants you see what i'm saying i don't know if i'm making any sense like the clientele walking in no no like the the decor like was it did it just look like a nice restaurant when you went no like, it was like super upscale but like you're walking in and everyone's wearing like denim with like patches on it and that's awesome and stuff but they don't. I mean, they don't care. You're with your people. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Did you stay on the uh, Billy Zane end of the ship or the Leonardo DiCaprio end of the ship? Yeah, we stayed. Uh, we had cabin number three six two two. If you want to look up the floor. Oh, I love that cabin. I heard that's a good one. It's not my favorite. If you want to look up the floor. It's my top three. Uh, Two, six, four, seven is like really good. Don't do that to me, bro. I know it's a hard choice between those two, but um. But I'm glad you got one of them. And Cabin ones. 7. Seven. <laughs> Seven's seven awesome. Solid. Cabin 1 is the super, I think. Um, he's a good guy. <laughs> Joe Pesci. <laughs> His name is Joe Pesci. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. It was just it was so much fun, man. There was so much food. There was so much alcohol. The, the booze was included in the price of the ticket. So it was That's flowing. rare for a cruise, but that's awesome. Yeah, what was, was, what was your drink of choice for the week? Uh, gin and tonic. Nice. It's good. Did they have Brass Monkey or no? No, no breast no. monkey. You could have gotten like any other tropical drink, a frozen drink. You know, people were wiling out. They got whatever they wanted. Yeah, you know, that's awesome. That's really cool. 
My uh, my wedding drink is gin and tonic. Usually when I first get there, because I usually have bad breath for some reason, and gin and tonic like freshens up my breath. Is that weird? Uh, a little. It's weird. Should I just get the drink? Mints? The drink's not weird. It's like the reasoning for having it's a little weird. You know, like when you got that like bad breath kind of coffee taste in your mouth. Bad breath or stale breath? There's stale, a difference. Stale There's breath. a big difference. Stale breath, like like coffee breath. Yeah, coffee breath. Stale breath. I need something like either minty or 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 citrusy to like. Every teacher throughout your life, stale breath. Yes. Because yes. they're talking all day and just drinking coffee. Every dad you have ever talked yes. to. Yeah. So, right, fair enough. So gin and tonic. I'm, uh, so I like your choice. Did you feel like you had fresh breath? I felt great. Yeah. It was the first time I've drank in a, quite a long time. So wow. I, I had a good time with that. And uh, Did you make any bad decisions? I, um, well, you were there with your fiance, correct? I was there with my fiance. I didn't really make any bad decisions as far as that goes. I watched a guy make a horrible decision. Yeah. So we were watching Pennywise up on the main deck, right? And uh, this was the best ever, right? There was this older dude who was like really annoying all the time. Like I had seen him on the boat like six or seven times. Just so pretty much the same as every show you go to. Yeah, pretty the guy, he always, always wants you always, to pick him up to go stage yeah. dive. You're like, dude, yeah. you go find your own lift. <laughs> yeah. Literally. I don't want to pick you up anymore. So he got go up, away. He, he, got up, he found a way up on stage, right? It wasn't too hard to get up on stage, but he got up on stage, did like the craziest dance. He was doing like the like the bushwhacker dance, like the okay. over his head, you know? <laughs> and then Goes to stage dive, but misses. I don't know how you've ever missed a stage dive, but he like the front of the stage was where the pool was, right? And then to one side was where all the hot tubs were. And this guy stage dove into an empty hot tub. Ah. Like planted. Planted. Ah, and the best part was that all He's this. Dead. <laughs> he, he got up like, like right as rain, but. I bet he was drunk. It makes oh, your body very flimsy. Yeah, it's he was true. Wasted. You know yeah. they say that drunk drivers have a better chance of of uh, surviving car crashes because they just go with it. Yeah, their body just loosens up. Then the best part, right? All the bands were filmed for the, the closed circuit TV on the boat. So when you're in your cabin, you can turn the TV on, and there are TVs all around the boat, and they're replaying the bands that you had already seen. That's maybe, pretty awesome. Or maybe you would miss. You know, if the band's playing. And you're like not watching them. Do you hear it? Do you hear that like no? That like noise? no? Because that's how big the boat is, man. You don't like if you're. I'll put it like this, right? The the, the bands, are, the main stage was where the pool was, and then there was a solarium room next to that, which is like another pool, but like with a roof over it. You couldn't hear the bands on the solarium. Wow. Wow. And um, were bands playing like all day, every day, or were there like show times, like? They played after 4 p.m. or something like that. It depended on what the day was. So, uh, like, if we were going to go on stop at Key West, none of the bands played during the Key West excursion. Okay. So, like, you had to be back on the boat by 5, and then the first band played at, like, 6. Did the bands hang out at all? Or oh, yeah. We hung with yeah, everybody. My question was going to be, like, what was security like? Like, were you able to get near them or? After? Okay. So, like, as their set's happening, you can't really get near them. But... Like the backstage area was just like a little roped off thing that like if you waited there long enough, they'd have to leave. Like there's no other way out except for to walk past you. Yeah. You know? But they're on the boat. So they're was everyone the, pretty much just like partying and cool? Partying, yeah. Like are they like partying. at dinner with you guys? Like you walk by, it's like, oh, that's Jim from uh, from Pennywise. They kept the they kept dinner separate, but everything else was like you'd see him in the casino. You'd see him uh, like in like the coffee shop. I, I hung up with the dudes from the Bronx in Key West. 
Like, like out, like off the boat. You mean? Yeah, like off yeah. the boat. That's cool. We're like we got, we went to a taco place, and they were there getting tacos. So we were like, yeah, like what's going on, dude? They they were just out. They were hanging. You know, that's, awesome. that's cool. How was uh, how was Frank Turner? Yeah, I need I to know. Gonna, yeah, Frank Turner is fantastic. Frank uh, actually goes on those cruises when he's not scheduled to play because he's right? a cool guy. So he, I think this is like his third or fourth one. He played this year, but he also. It was weird. Like some of the acts played more than once. So like the Bronx played twice. Mariachi Bronx played twice. Flock and Molly only played once. Pennywise played once. Did they do same set or did they switch it up? Uh, it was like uh, half and half ish. Yeah, it was like half and half ish for the Bronx and Mariachi and uh, the other bands that I saw. Uh, there were a few that I've never seen before, so I don't know if they played the same song or not. Uh, Frank Turner did one set of his of him and his full band. And then he did a, an acoustic set. And it's probably so good. In a different part of the boat. But the acoustic set was played in like a room that's like the size of this room that we're in. Like very small. You know? Did Every, you go to it or not? I was standing. Um, it's hard to describe. Like you could have um, actually gone into like the big circular room and watched it. Or there was a staircase that goes to all the cabins with like a little thing behind him. I, pretty much what it, what it was was like I was standing behind him. Like, as close as I am to you right now. I'm just imagining it's like when someone plays at a mall in, like, a movie. And you're, exactly. like, on the second floor looking yes. down exactly. at him. Because yeah. he was actually playing in, like, the central area that, like, all 13 decks of the boat, you can see. Like, it's open, you know? So you could just, like, look down and see it. So you could yeah. look down and see it. It was it was really cool. I'm jealous of that because acoustic Frank Turner is, like, one of my favorite things. Frank Turner is the man. So one song that I've been listening to on, like, repeat lately is it's called Get Better. I think it's one of his newer ones. Um Putting that in my recommendations. You get already, be, get already better done. by Frank. It's already Turner. recommended. It's already recommended. Boom. Done. Lock it in. All right. So you had you had like a cooler, you know, weekend than we did. <laughs> much was, yeah, much cooler. It was really cool. Uh I'm almost certainly gonna go again next year. And really the only thing that's gonna stop me is if they n- announce like ten really bad bands. You know? But it seems like they get like Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> yes. No, they don't With get, a wedgie. <laughs> Like, it seems like every year they get, like, one major punk rock band, and then they kind of, like, go off the script. Like, this year they had Hepcat, which is, like, a ska band. They I don't had, even know who that is. Never heard of Hepcat. But I, just by the name, I knew it was ska. Yeah. It's like a, yeah, it's a ska band, but like a, like a real or deal. Or like Rockabilly. It's like a real deal Jamaican Like, did band. they have a um, stand-up bass, or did they have a um, Dreadlocks? Uh, dreadlocks. <laughs> okay. To like reggae, like actual ska, yeah, like reggae yeah. ska. Then they had Stiff Little Fingers, who were like an old school punk rock band. Like they came out in like the early seventies, you know. Like everything yeah. had like a thing to it. It wasn't all just straight out like straight ahead punk rock, you know. Okay, nice. And then if you look at like the lineups from years past, like they've had bands like No Effects play. They've had The Offspring play. They've had uh, like a huge number of of bigger acts. Wait, No Effects did or didn't play this year? They didn't play this year. They played the year before. So the biggest who's the biggest band I guess was um I guess Pennywise, Pennywise? this year? Yeah, who was who would you I'm, I'm going to tell you what man, a lot of people were there for Frank Turner. Well, Frank Turner's the man, that's why. A lot of people were there for Frank Turner. And also like, he's like newer too. Like Pennywise is like an astat like if we're talking in perspective, yeah. Pennywise was the reason I got into punk rock when I was 11 exactly you know what i'm saying like petty rise their first album came out in 1989 that's longevity that's why i give them the, like that's the most popular they had a video on mtv like they're yeah 
I'm trying to do the math. They've been around for 30 years. Yeah. They've been a band for 30 years, and they're still rocking like just just as good. Love it. Yeah. I mean, it's also hard to underestimate Flog and Molly. Like people really love them, you know. I don't know any Flog and Molly song. I don't think. Me neither. If you, they, went, they don't do shipping out to Boston. No, nope. that's Dropkick Murphys. <clears throat> okay, but same style of music. It, yeah, it's just like that, and I guarantee if you went, you would have a blast. No, that type of like Irish punk rock, folk rock, whatever it's called. I don't even know what they call it. What is what genre do they call that? Does it have a title? Yeah, it's like funk poke. Funk poke. Funk <laughs> poke. Definitely not what you meant to say, but <laughs> what, let's just lock that in as a genre now. Funk poke. Funk poke. <laughs> punk folk. I, I don't mean like if you went to the boat. Like I mean like if you went to uh, like if you went to just a flogging, flogging Molly show. No, I'm just... Wait, don't pretend that that didn't happen just now. What happened? Don't change the subject. You said funk poke. Nothing happened. You said funk poke. You try to, like, change the subject. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Can you use funk poke as your censoring for tonight's show? Holy fuck. (laughs) You're such a poke jerk. Funk it was poke. at like 32 minutes. Uh, I think I can make that happen, possibly. We'll Funk poke. That's amazing. <laughs> uh, I'm dumb. That was it's okay, one. man. It was a good one. So, Funk Poke. <laughs> punk. Irish Funk Punk. What is Irish Folk Punk. Whatever. Is definitely fun times. Yes. It is... It is good booze and music. It totally is good booze prob- and music. Probably, if you had to rank all the genres... Top five to get drunk to, that's got to be number one. That's number one on the boozik chart. Yeah. I just made that word up. Boozik? I like it. I don't even know what number two would be. Gangster rap. Yeah. Funk poke. Funk poke is (laughs) number two. Funk poke is my favorite. Yeah, I think like maybe like 90s West Coast rap would probably be number two on the drinking, hanging out. Yeah, like uh, Dr. Dre and Soup Dog. I want to hear. I want to hear "California Love" by Tupac. That's what I'm saying. Dre. That that yes. sound, that West Coast synth. Yes. Um, today was a good day. It was uh, gin and juice. Yeah that that whole thing. Yeah, I'm in. Awesome. Well, welcome back. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm very happy to be back. It was a really, really relaxing, awesome time. I I, co- I caught an awesome headbutt from the singer from the Bronx. <laughs> That's on YouTube somewhere. I got to send it to you guys. Yes. You should definitely yeah. send that. Uh, we missed you. We tried to do our best uh, episode without you, but probably fell a little flat. Yeah. I, I gave it a listen. I thought it was pretty good. A lot, lot of breakfast. We <laughs> spoke about breakfast foods for about 45 minutes. So. In our defense, though, a lot of people gave us breakfast responses, so it wasn't like they didn't want to hear about breakfast. That is true. People we, love a lot of to contribution. talk about food. Yeah. So. All right. Well, you want to uh, go on to the next segment, which is called the what's it called again? Oh, I don't even know. I'm not even looking at my uh, notes. It's the feedback loop. Hit it. Wow, we're we're professionals. That was a really good hit. It. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I'm feeling pretty proud of my hit it. That was like the hit it from uh, the classic "It Takes Two from Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock. Hit it, hit it. It was a good one. Hit it. Can I use that as a sensor too? No, it's got to be poke funk. 
Or poke, funk poke. Funk poke. <laughs> poke funk. Well, poke well, funk. There you go. That's poke number fun- three on the top five <laughs> genres to drink to. <laughs> all right. So I took a sneak preview of the feedback loop, and it's all just bashing me. I have way. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, should, all right, lay it on me. Should we read it to you then? Yeah, just lay it on me. All right, just, I'll, take, I'll take the first one, I don't one, even Jones. know if I should defend myself on this one. I just go, just go with it. We'll find right. out. Well, I'm gonna, I'll take, uh, this is from Professor Charlie. Pomp's idea to have a segment devoted to scouring Netflix for shows to review. Worst idea ever. That's harsh. You man. already have this segment. It's called Recommendations. No, Recommendations only shows we like. The whole point was that we have to watch them even if we don't like them. But whatever. whatever. <laughs> he said, you spent three hours on it this week, meaning the last episode, and half of that was devoted to Netflix shows. Better idea. Pomp watches seasons two, three, four, and five of The Wire, then does a one-time segment devoted to how ridiculous it was that he stopped after season one. Here's the problem. Season two <laughs> of The Wire... I had I watched season one in like one sitting, so I need like a break. I needed like a breather. But when dude, I got, it's been months. I know, but when I got to season two and I tried to watch the first episode like right on the heels of watching season one, it was like a completely different show. It's like a bunch of like fishermen dude in like a dock. I'm like, what? This is not the wire. Like, what is this? And it threw me off. And I didn't finish episode one. And now I just gotta go back and just do it. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what you're waiting for. The the problem is season two. I'm not looking forward to watching season two, but I know I have to watch it to get to season three, which yes. I'm sure will be amazing. Yes. So I have to muscle through an entire season of a freaking show. What entire? How many episodes is it? I don't know. Eleven. You're know. fine. Do it. You want to watch it with me? Yeah. I just looked it up. It's 33 episodes. <laughs> Every episode is two hours long. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm going to watch the friggin' wire. All right, Charlie. Uh, okay. All right. All right. All right, Jones, you take number two. <laughs> this is going to sting. Literally, the entire feedback loop is bashing me. So This one comes from Mike Arnone. Uh, he says, like, what gives Pomp the right to tell everyone else slash rate everyone else's performance after and during each show? <laughs> I'm just saying nobody rates his performance, so why does he have to rate everyone else's? All right. First of all, I just have to, so pretty good feedback, Mike Arnone. Um, I give your feedback about a six out of ten. <laughs> um, well, here's the thing. When I do that, that was supposed to be the joke that I was rating them, and they were supposed to be like, what, what are you doing rating me? But they never called me out on it, so I just kept doing it to see how long I could get away with it. So... Um, Eventually, I was going to get called out, and I guess it was Mike Arnone that was going to do it. So, uh, in all in all reality, I'm obviously the weak link on this show, so I do have no right. Oh, stop. Um, Don't try and make up for it now. Yeah. I'm trying to be in, humble now. No sympathy. <laughs> no humble. No humble move. In your defense, I never realized you were doing that. Really? Yeah. Mostly because I don't listen to the show, even when it's happening. <laughs> even when it's happening. <laughs> even when it's- <laughs> By that point of the rating, I'm fully checked out of this episode. Yeah. I'm just waiting to do my bye, and that's, that's it, dude. I'm, I'm, just, I'm gone. I'm just waiting for, like, so at work, there's always this joke, like, you know, when you're on a conference call and you get caught not paying attention. So I'll be like, so Eric, what do you think about that? And then it's science, and you're like, Eric? And everyone has, like, a thing that they say that's total BS. My favorite is, oh, sorry, I was talking on mute, <laughs> right? Which is not ever true. It's like, oh, I was talking on mute. And then they go, what was the question again? It's like, well, how are you, ta- how are you responding to my question on mute if you didn't hear the que- if you heard the question? Anyway, so I'm waiting for the moment on the show where I'm like, so, Jones, what do you think about that? And he's like, uh, what, um, can you say that again? I was, I was, sorry, sorry, I was, uh, I was talking on mute. 
That's Can what I, I'm waiting for. I want to do that so badly now. You just can't do it this episode. <laughs> yeah, it's going to have to. Like, you I'm have gonna, to wait the next episode. I'm going to drop out on you guys in like 44 episodes in the future. I think um, there's definitely been times when Jones has fallen asleep during an episode. Totally. 100%. Uh, w- there was one time that it definitely happened. Yeah. We don't, we don't judge. You know what it is? When you talk, everything you say has so much like oomph. Like you have zero filler. I'm like the filler guy, I feel like. Like right now I'm filling. No, you're not. This is filler. You're leading, bro. Stop Would it. you consider this filling right you're now? You're a general. <laughs> you stop it. So, Jones, I don't know if you heard last episode. Um, I know you, you were having a hard time sending me a text, but you wanted to contribute to the best song to wake up to. Right, yeah. Um, but I, I was able to, to get your text eventually, and I got it into the show. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, so the world knows that you love waking up to Buster Poindexter, hot, hot, hot. Oh my God! Not only did Jones quit, um, <laughs> I think he's dead. <laughs> I want to apologize to the audience for that being a lot louder than I thought it would. <laughs> that was a solid don't mic worry, drop. We'll, don't worry, we'll uh, we'll compress it out. <laughs> we'll we'll deal with it in post production. We're gonna guys, do nothing with that. You guys have given me about three hours worth of uh, post produ- post production editing. That tonight. better not leave. <laughs> we got to keep it loud. Yes, that was so loud. Uh, should we let the audience guess what happened? <laughs> I got into you, a car accident. Yeah, he got into a car accident in the studio. <laughs> in, Sorry, y'all. In, in, in studio, studio car accident. All right, so we have one more piece of feedback. This comes from Chuck. Uh, feedback alert. That was not Chuck who orders everything bagels toasted with American cheese. We had assumed that was him because your band uh, responded with that answer. Yeah, so the band Instagram account wrote back and I'm in the band so there's four people in the band it wasn't me so it brings it down to three the other two guys are Nick and Frank who, Frank doesn't oh, Graham Frank d- definitely doesn't respond on Instagram no. to anything so take Frank out Nick it, it's, uh, it's gotta be Nick yeah but well, I feel like I know Nick's like every uh, apparently you don't like and dislike I, but I was wrong I didn't realize that he gets um, <laughs> toasted uh, Everything bagels. bagels with American cheese. I mean, that's an awesome order. It's just, uh, I've ne- it? dude, anything toasted with cheese on it is good. I'm more of a cold American cheese guy, but whatever. Hey, to each their own, you know. Well, Chuck also says I'd rather eat skin wrapped French fries for breakfast. Um, <laughs> Don't get it twisted, Pomp. Uh, he's a toasted egg with veggie cream cheese. Fella, fella, I'm okay. with that respectable breakfast order. So the, I'd rather eat skin wrapped. In French fries, or French fries wrapped in skin, is a real life story. Yes. Have we told that on the air? I don't know. It are was you, my skin, though. Are you embarrassed of this story? Why I would I be it? embarrassed of it? You shouldn't. It was one of the greatest moments of my life, I would say. Your brother's the one who ate it. Yeah. So Eric uh, one time decided... So I guess this was like... Was this college or after college? No, this was our first like uh, out-of-state shows massachusetts oh it was like a weekend tour yeah like a four-day tour or something oh my god yeah i was getting right. over like sun poisoning on my stomach and like everything was peeling that's right so eric had his skin was peeling on his stomach and because we were sick people honestly and, and i know this is going to sound like a bold p- proclamation but we were like the jackass guys before jackass was a yes thing. And I mean that. Like we yes. used to do that stuff and we used to videotape it, but we never had any intention to show anyone. <laughs> yeah. But we used to do really dumb things. Um, and this was just one of the many dumb things that we've done. Um, Eric peeled off like a huge chunk of Like his, a layer. Like, de- like dead skin. And he wrapped it in a Wendy's French fry. And my brother Frank ate it. 
I just feel- did you hear that? Did you hear everyone turn off the podcast? <laughs> we can actually hear when you guys turn off the podcast. By the way, like you, I, I just heard that happen. So I feel like uh, I got to explain to everybody, right? Like I, I've known you guys for a very long time, and we hung out back in high school, and then shortly after that, I lost contact with you all, and then again, I, I linked up with you guys again, like maybe what. 10 years ago, 13 years ago, something like that? Yeah. Yeah. What's today? 2019? <laughs> yeah. uh, 2007, 2008, we probably linked back up. So maybe 11, 12 years ago. Yeah, sounds about right. I feel like I just caught the tail end of that. Yep, that you cycle. did. Of the craziness? <laughs> of the craziness. <laughs> you missed a good You missed a good era. From like 2000, Heck of a I would run. say, from like 2004 to 2007. I think even earlier than four. 2003 to 2007. Things it was got crazy. No joke. Things got a little crazy. Because we stopped like I actually was talking to um a couple I was talking to Nick and Frank who are two other guys that, who who were in the band um about this the other day. We're like when we graduate, well, when we like I graduated college, we all started playing in the band. We stopped doing like go out to the bar, go out like party yeah. and hard thing. Pretty like it was weird. We like took a break from that because we did that all through like 2000 to 2004 and then when we started doing the band all we did was just hang out with each other play music um do stupid like we got we drank a lot but we drank like in our studio yeah and we would just do dumb things to entertain each other and um i think that's when it started mm-hmm. just daring each other to do dumb things licking subway poles yeah eating uh eating gum off the bottom of a subway seat Ugh, i ate a half-eaten one. chili dog off the floor of the garden at the motley crew concert that was pretty gross uh i think frank ate a piece of pizza out of the garbage at yeah at the garden that was good so anyway yeah uh, good times good times good very, times very mature um so yeah so i think we're up to reviews all right do we, we have a review song um do we yeah right the one that's like the jazz song i think that's recommendation that's recommendation, uh, it's recommendation. here uh um <laughs> hit the play button wait a home. second everything in our review section we liked so technically, we could just rename this recommendations. Yeah, because it's we don't have a recommendation segment. Perfect. Yeah, that's ev- literally uh, all positive reviews, aka recommendations. Cool. So let's just make it recommendations. <laughs> that's that's what you call an audible in football. We just called an audible. Omaha, hit it. I really want that to be a ringtone, and I want that to play um, with a U-log on Christmas morning. I want that band to play on the cruise next year. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that song is so cheesy. It's the best. Jones, that is the best thing you've ever done, ever, like in your entire life. That's, Not just for the show, that's just That's your general. pièce de résistance. <laughs> yes, that is your Mona Lisa. Oh, man. That is your, um, that's your masterpiece. That's your Nobel Prize, man. Just wait till you hear the, the review segment song for next week. <laughs> oh, yeah? yeah? Well, reviews has to be a little bit more sinister because, like, reviews really are always going to, should always be kind of 
piss poor, right? Because if they're really good reviews, then they end up in the recommendation section. I want to. I want to give. You, I want to let you guys in on a little secret. It's going to be the exact same song, and I'm just going to wipe out the word recommendations. <laughs> this right. is the part of our show where we review things for you. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, is yeah. the best part. <laughs> or a dot com, baby. <laughs> uh, too good. All right. Who wants to go first? Uh, well. One thing that I think we've all purchased <laughs> oh, since yeah. it came out is Disney Plus. Yeah, a friggin' plus. What a streaming program. So good. So, so good. And I actually found someone that was smack talking the rollout. Like, oh, so many, te- like, they really botched the launch. I'm like, no, they did not. There were some problems for like an hour and a half on the morning it launched because five billion people signed up all at once. I'm just going to say something. I didn't have a single problem with it yet. No, I didn't. Eat. I had problem for the because I just wanted to see if it was live yet. So I went on, and it was like the main screen wasn't there. But if you search, then you could like there was no the main screen just said like you know error or whatever, and then you would go to like the search thing, and then you could search for whatever. But it was for like an hour and a half on the morning launch. They thought they were going to get like a million subscribers. They got ten million subscribers yeah. the first morning. That's crazy. Like a ten million subscribers is a lot in the first day. They're going to, so. I mean, it happened to us. Luckily, it was on uh, iTunes. They were able to handle it. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. When DFD first launched, man, 10 million subscribers. Big day overnight. one. All yeah. downhill. Since then, they're leaving in droves. It's usually the, the eating skin stories that, 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 that does us in. But so Disney Plus is, has been phenomenal, not just for my kids, for me, Um all the Star Wars stuff is awesome. So good. Been watching the world according to Jeff Goldblum. How good is it? It's so good. Jeff Goldblum, I want him in my life. He didn't the, ep- the first episode was about sneakers, and it was the most interesting thing I've seen in like 13 years. He did sneakers, then ice cream, and then tattoos. Wait, like, I, I haven't seen this yet. What's this about? He basically picks a different topic every week, but it's not like a crazy topic. Like week one was sneakers. Yeah. And he just and he goes and he interviews people who are like he went to like a sneaker like expo and like was brokering like thirty thousand dollar cash sneaker deals between people. Yeah, he went to like so he's doing Reading Rainbow, but with Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, yeah. He went to the Adidas factory. They like put him on like the machines and tested his running and like made a shoe specifically for him. He went to all like custom shoemakers that like people pay a lot of money for. Okay. And he just taught you about sneakers and like where they came from, why they happened and why they're so cool right now. Yeah. Like he found a way to talk about like the invention of rubber as, yeah. as, a, as, a, as like, and like it wow, was this awesome. is super interesting. Yeah. So second episode was ice cream. Yep. And that was awesome. He, yeah. like, he like went and made his own ice cream. They talked about how ice cream started. Like he went all the way back to like frozen, like frozen, frozen. <laughs> Uh, fusion. <laughs> uh, that's Dutch uh, for ice cream. So, in case anyone wants to know how to speak Dutch, I just taught you. Um, he went back all the way to like the original, like frozen desserts. Like, oh, in ancient Egypt, they would have you know just have shaved ice and just pour milk in it and honey. It's like okay. And then eventually, uh, the Italians, because the Italians invent everything that's good. Let's be honest. Um, <laughs> They realize that if you add salt to to these frozen things, that it will freeze but not be hard. Like so, basically, ice cream. So they invented ice cream, and it, and then he went through like, you know, they went to, he he like went to an ice cream truck. 
Then he went to like like a super hipster ice cream place. He hung out with Ben and Jerry, um, and like Ben and Jerry like explained. Did you guys know this, Jones? I feel like you'd find this interesting. Okay. One of the guys from Ben and Jerry, Ben. Let's pretend it was Ben. I don't remember <laughs> which one. Has an actual um, condition where he has no sense of taste or smell, and or really like muted sense of smell and taste. So he can't really taste things that well. So when they were first starting Ben and Jerry's, the reason why they think that his his reasoning why they think they got so successful is because whenever they would make something, he's like, ah, it needs more flavor, needs more flavor, it needs more flavor, and he would keep pushing and pushing for it to be like, like, you know, over the top flavorful. And then Ben and Jerry's became huge because stoners like things that are super over the top flavorful, yeah. and that's uh, and it's Jeff Goldblum, so everything he does is interesting. Yes. And then the tattoos one, I ha- actually, I'm going to watch that tonight after you guys leave. Yeah, I haven't watched that one yet. Because I'm excited to see that one. Um, Star Wars, The Mandalorian. It's unbelievable. Jones, have you watched it yet? I watched it last night at work, yeah. I really, 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 really liked it. I'm going to say the same thing I told you guys earlier, though. I, I don't love the whole, like, prequel thing. Like, I, I just, I want the story to be advanced by now, like... I just like continue going with this stuff. Like, you could have put this. But it's not really a prequel, though. It's like a side story. But it takes place between Return of the Jedi and the first new Star Wars movie. So, so like, what's the point of this then? If something from this show doesn't end up in this next movie, it's how do you know it's not going to? Yeah, how do you know the Mandalorian doesn't save the day in the in the last Star Wars movie? I mean, I don't, but he better. Imagine that. <laughs> well, this is this is touching on a, a subject that was never done in a Star Wars movie, and it's uh, Yoda's heritage. Yeah. Well, is that it's not Yoda though, right? It's like Yoda's. We don't know, but it's. Oh, it could be like his kid, maybe. It could be, but you're gonna find out where Yoda's from. No one knows. Oh. That's the one secret to the Star Wars universe that uh, they've never released. That's true. So you're gonna learn that because of this show. Have they ever shown another of his one species one, before? One more. So that's interesting. So if you guys aren't watching The Mandalorian, even if you're not a Star Wars person... That's what makes me so pumped about it, though, is this is an unexplored area in the entire genre. It's a, it's a show about a bounty. It, dude, it, it, it's, it could, it's a Western. It's like watching a Clint Eastwood movie, except for with like badass... It's the Red Viper. <laughs> yeah, it's a guy from um, the Game of Thrones. It's over in Martell. So, yeah, he was the last good thing to happen to that show. The only death in Game of Thrones this is a complete tangent, but the only death in Game of Thrones that like affected me and like made me want to stop watching the show for a minute was when he died. It was brutal. It was like the most. Come on, you're killing me here. <laughs> like all the other deaths are like sad, but that one was like I don't want to watch the show anymore. But then I got over it. So to keep on topic, today uh, the Game of Thrones Twitter account tweeted out, "Winter is coming." Just that. So and a lot of the responses were, this is like getting a text from your terrible ex calling you by a pet name that you two had for yourself seven months ago. Yeah. Like, lose my number. Yeah, no one cares anymore. So people like really, really were not happy. Unless you're remaking season eight. Yeah, they really. Piss off. I can't. Uh, it's really sad how Game of Thrones ended. It's uh, sad how I have zero desire to go back and watch any of the show. Because it's all. You- That's what's killing me because I loved it that much. That was one of the greatest pieces of, 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 of TV entertainment ever. 
and it so, was it was destroyed in like three episodes. Who knows what they mean by that tweet? Hopefully, they're redoing season eight. That would be awesome. <laughs> do they know? Like, do you think they know they screwed up? Uh, they know. How could you screw up so bad? They had it going so what? Like, like what did the, they do? It, it's bad when the actors come out and yes. publicly say like this was horrible because a bunch of them did. Ugh. Anyway. Yep. So tangent. But, so yeah, tangent. But, uh, I had to go uh, with it a little more. Yeah. So Mandalorian's great. Disney Plus. Get is- Disney Plus. It's literally seventy dollars for the year, and you can make like ten accounts on it. Yeah. Split yeah. it with seventy of your friends. It's ten dollars each. Well worth it. You could pull some stuff out of the vault, man. I watched um, Heavyweights. Oh, so who hasn't watched Heavyweights yet? And Blank Check? Like, you yeah. can watch these great classics. I think I'm going to watch Flight of the Navigator next. <laughs> oh, I already have. Navigator, yes. Mint. <sighs> so good. The Big Green is going to be on there, I think, June of, of next year. What's that? That's the soccer movie with Ham from Sandlot. The Great Hamboni. Okay. Hambino. <laughs> what did I say? Hamboni. <laughs> Hambone. Hambone would be a good nickname. Can I call you Hambone, Jonesy? Yeah, add it to the list of nicknames I got. <laughs> Meek, Meek Junes is my favorite, but Hamboni. Hamboni Meek Junes. Hamboni. Um, all right, so I had recommended a few weeks ago a show called Daybreak on Netflix, which I loved. Um, and you went and watched it. Yeah. Uh, our friend Rich Dorney hit us up. He was watching it. And Derek also sent us a screenshot of him watching it. So I'm glad that kind of ventured out and people actually watched the show. Yeah. So great recommendation. Thank you. Unexpectedly good. It was definitely geared towards like teenagers, but it, it, still, it still was awesome. I don't you know, know if it was saying? fully geared toward teenagers because there was so much 80s Ferris Bueller nostalgia in it. Yeah, that's true. That and- they definitely didn't just aim themselves at teenagers. Yeah, I think they. I think it was a perfect blend of action, comedy, um, it was, writing, right? Yeah, well written, um, unique storyline. It was just really, it was just really well done end to end, and and just unique, unique, I, very. The unique. best way to say it is like while it, you know, while it's not, you know, um, you know, Emmy worthy in the sense that it's not like this like art masterpiece. It is. Um, taking a genre that's been beaten to death, the apocalypse genre, and really freshening re- it up, but freshening yeah. it up, yeah, like in a really u- cool way. Um, and there's a lot of mystery still that that mm-hmm. is still to be ex- like. There's a lot more to be explored, like um, that makes season two worth you know worth being excited for. Yeah, one of the things I loved was like each of the main characters got a full backstory episode. Yes, which was pretty great, and the one kid had Riza narrating his. And it was unbelievable. Yeah. So good. And, you know, Matthew Broderick is one of the main characters. So and that's all you need to know. He's great. He's so good in this. How has he not been in, like, so many things? <laughs> I think he's just, like, he's just chilling now. He's on Broadway. I think that's He's why. good, man. He's good. Yeah. I think he's... That boy good. I think that's what he's been doing for the last, like, 10 years is he's on... Well, the, good he, for him. He's um in that show, The Producers, with, you know. Oh, yeah? Mel Brooks. Good for him. Yeah. And uh, him and Nathan Lane, which is a that's, that's, that's a two, nice two that's a nice duo, right yeah. Uh, so Daybreak, yeah, definitely and, well well worth the watch. And the last one, I don't know if you, I think you might have recommended it. Uh, yeah, I did, but we can, okay, we, you did. It was uh, Jack Ryan season two, absolutely. Um, so I have I've just had so much on like the the viewing plate that I didn't get to it until Saturday of this past weekend. 
And I was like, all right, let me watch the, the pilot. I watched the first episode of season. I watched season one in one sitting. Season two, I sat down and I was just planning to watch one episode. It was Saturday morning. I was working on a computer. I was just kind of like hanging out in my room, my PJs. Mm-hmm. I put on episode one and about seven hours later, I finished uh, season two. Jesus. I literally just sat there and did it. It's so good, right? I couldn't stop. Um, I could not get over how how much I loved it. Like from a from a just like the second the one episode would end, I'm like I can't I can't stop now. I gotta keep watching. It was a constant state of how do I say it? Uh, I, I was on the edge of my seat. Like it kept me there. Yeah. It never like let me fall back and get comfortable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is kind of hard to do. And they did it like really really well. They and you know it's like. Um, you know, uh, this is a really hard thing to try to explain, but you know how there's certain shows that you love them, but sometimes they're they're kind of uh, a chore to watch, even when you love them. Like, yes. Even like I know this is gonna sound crazy, but even like Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad is one of the best shows of all time. But there's some moments when you're like halfway through an episode, you're like, "All right, come on, let's get to yeah, this. get to the just, thing." Just because it's like it's slow, but that that slow burn is also what makes them great. So like that's when you know you've really made a masterpiece is when people are willing to go with you through that slow that slowness. Jack Ryan is in a different category with like like The Good Place is another show. We were talking about this today on text. Yeah. Like there's certain shows that are just like pure joy. Like th- I I watch them and I'm like I I like I'm watching oh there's only 10 minutes left. Crap. I want it to keep going. You know what I'm saying? Jack Ryan's one of those shows where you like you don't yeah. want it to end. Like every moment is just like enjoyable. And I feel that way about the underrated show Bosch as well. Bosch, absolutely. It's one of those shows where I'm. Ne- it's never a chore. No, Bosch. Like, is I'm really so good. excited from the first minute to the last minute of the episode. Every episode. Bosch feel like Bosch feels like um, a, it's a it's like a combo of all like these great shows that we all love including season one of the wire and uh, jack ryan um maybe season two of the wire we'll never know um but uh bosh is another great one the good place marvelous mrs Maisel, yes jack ryan these are the shows that like when they're on i just i don't want them to end. Maisel's the same i never want it to end when i'm watching it yeah it's just i'm like that with Oh, oh, hey, Jones, somebody's Mike broke. His meek broke, meek broke. Hey, oh, no. boo that guy. Oh, boo this guy. All right, um, should I? Ow, <laughs> I just broke my headphones. Should I go get the mic, a new mic for Jonesy, and and pause it and do like a? Yeah, well, look, we uh, that was actually the end of the review segment or the recommendation segment. Uh, we're gonna jump into ask us anything. Okay. Oh, so we have right. a, we have a clip anyway. Yeah. Should I say should I say hit it or should I say hit it? Whatever what? you want to do. I don't know. I'm like I'm feeling saucy. On the count of three, you're just gonna say whichever one, and I'm gonna hit it. How about Jonesy uses my mic and he says it on the count of three? All one, right. One, two, three. Hit it. Wow, have we ever played that on the show before? Yeah, I think so. I think like once. I feel like that's the first time I've ever heard that. 
It's I good made stuff. It. Yeah, good things. <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, not as good as recommendations, though. Yeah, it's not good. It's okay. It's okay. All right, so the first Ask Us Anything is from Chuck, and the question is, have you ever walked out of a movie because it was terrible? And he wrote Jurassic Park 2, so he walked out of Jurassic Park 2. Chew? Chew. Was Jurassic Park 2 bad? I don't remember. I don't think it was that bad. I don't think it was bad enough to leave. Wasn't Goldblum in it? <laughs> if Goldblum's in it, it can't be bad. I don't know. He might not have been. Oh, I mean, well, there, then it was bad. Yeah. There were dinosaurs and jeeps. How could it have been bad? It's true. Well, I definitely walked out of a movie, but just one, and it was back in like early 90s, and it was a Woody Allen movie called Manhattan Murder Mystery. Why would you go there in the early 90s when you were like 13 years old? I wasn't even 13. I was probably 10 or 11. Okay. That still, <laughs> why? Because I was hanging out with our friend Mike Simmons, who uh, his, his sister worked at the movie theater. And his mom was the manager. His mom was a manager, and we used to go and just go for free, and we watched every other movie that already happened, and then we went to see Manhattan Murder Mystery because it was the only other movie left. <laughs> so we're like, yeah, let's watch this. We went like eight minutes in. I was like, no, 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 I'm, I'm out of here. <laughs> so that's the only movie I ever walked out of. But I went in for free, so I guess it doesn't really count. It was also like 11 o'clock in the morning. Still counts. And it was also the same day. He was like, hey, Pomp, you want to see my new sneakers? And he had like a shoebox. I'm like, oh, awesome. And he opened up the shoebox, and it was just a dead cat. And <laughs> turns out that his cat died, and he had to go bury it. And then he used the shoebox as a coffin. He fooled you. Yeah, you got me good, Mike Simmons. Um, so that, that happened. <laughs> I walked out of The American starring George Clooney. Um, really? Yeah. I, I believe that. I Hated it. Hated it. How about you, Jonesy? Uh, I've walked out of one, and I, I, I have to explain something else. But... I need you guys to help me figure out which movie I walked out on because I don't know the name of it. Okay. It was a Marky Mark Wahlberg movie. Ted? You tell me Renaissance, man. I'm going to punch you in the face right now. Were they in the army? No, it wasn't in the army. Oh, thank God. It was... He was some kind of like... Did he have a friend that was a stuffed animal? <laughs> no. That was a great movie. I love that. Yeah, Ted was good. Did he uh, get to third base on a Ferris wheel with a girl? Cape Fear? Or was that... Fear? Just regular Fear? Just regular Fear. I think Cape Fear was with uh, Bobby De Niro. Bobby D. Bobby D. (laughs) This movie with Marky Wahlberg, there's something that goes on with like the president of some country where he has to get their daughter back. And I feel like there's like a Japanese thing to it. The happening? The Italian job? Just saying the name isn't going to help me The Italian job was a good movie. Um, The movie where he's a criminal um, and his girlfriend keeps wanting to leave him because he's a piece of pizza shirt a pizza hut <laughs> he's a pizza hut um does that sound, and is like not john like but someone like him in it no i can't remember who else is in this movie I, all i know is it's do you know what i'm talking about i don't oh my god why can't i even now i'm no crap this isn't helping at all because now i don't i'm gonna drag us i can't down. think of a bad mark Wahlberg movie so there's a movie where he plays some sort of bad guy but he's like trying to be a good guy and his bad guy friends keep making him do stuff and then he ends up having to fight his bad guy friends. They become the bad guys in the movie. Isn't that the Italian job? No, it's like cheesier than that. It's like, I just remember everyone wearing like Adidas tracksuits and I can't remember what movie it is. All right, well, you But that's not the one you're talking about. No, this one, like very specifically, it was like an action movie. With like a Japanese government or something like that. Do you remember what time of your life, like what this was? I'm going to say like late, late 90s. 
All right, because we're going to pull it up right now. Late 90s? Mark Wahlberg was in a movie in the late 90s about... Like, I was certainly in, like... The happening sucked, but it didn't suck because of him. It was just a bad movie. I want to say, like, senior high school. The Italian job ruled. Maybe, like, 1999. Rockstar was awesome. The Yards. (laughs) I've never even heard of that. The Three Kings was a good movie. That was a great movie. Wait, Three Kings when they're in Iraq with George Clooney? Yeah. That's a great movie. Who's the third person? George Clooney, Mark Wahlberg. Uh, Ice Cube. Ice Cube. That's right. That's a great movie. The Big Hit. That's what I was thinking That's of. a good I was thinking that was that, the Italian job. That was That's what I was thinking of. Yes. That was the movie. I enjoy that movie. The Big Hit. Yes. Boogie Nights. No, definitely. Boogie Nights is great. <laughs> I don't good. know, man. There was nothing else really around that time. I, I think was, you're making up a movie that never no, happened. No, definitely not. He was definitely in it. I don't You're know totally making it up. In the early, in the late nineties, like he was in like two movies in the nineties. The Corrupter. Let me see. Lone Survivor. What's the story of the Corrupter? Stars Chow Yun Fat. Maybe that's it. I feel like it could be. That's an unfortunate name. Yeah, but he rules. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. It might be that, but I, I, don't, I don't know why you'd ever go see that in the theater. But I blame that on you. Yeah, really. You really <laughs> have no one to blame but yourself for that. Yeah. Um, there was another instance, and you guys also have to clear this up for me. Um, I was at a drive-in movie when I was a kid, right? And my parents were watching Throw Mama from the Train. Awesome. And this is my version of walking out on that, right? I had a little portable radio that I had earphones for, and this was back in the day when you would like tune your car radio to a certain frequency to get the soundtrack of the movie. Yeah, the best. Right? So I could turn my head. Wait, and I think that's still how it works at drive-ins. It is. I don't different think they've come up with a better solution. Well, there that. was two different kinds. There was either there was a speaker on the outside the of the speaker car. speaker on the window. Which was always, that was the older way. Right? It was the equi- equivalent of like a clock radio speaker, which it's was terrible. Worst, yeah. 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 Uh, so what I did was that instead of watching the screen straight ahead of me, I turned my head to go see Rambo 3. right? And I switched the frequency to whatever that other movie was. And then I watched that movie. That's incredible. So, so does that count as a walkout because I stopped watching one and switched over to another? I, I'm going to count it. Yeah. I'll allow counts. it. That counts. All right. You you stopped watching the intended movie. That counts. I'll, I will allow it. But uh, a kid wouldn't like their mama from the train, so I get that. Do you want to hear uh, uh, a, a fun little anecdote that I read on, um, on the interwebs about another movie about mamas? In, in that era, uh, Stop or My Mom Will Shoot mm-hmm. with Sylvester Stallone. It's a goodie. So that's the one movie that Sylvester Stallone regrets doing. And Which he is sa- crazy. And he said the reason why he got tricked into into he got tricked into doing that movie and the way they tricked him is Arnold Schwarzenegger pretended that he was going to do the movie and they were huge rivals at that point as far as like getting action movies. And so he created a fake rumor that he was going to be doing this movie. So Sylvester Stallone was like, well, if Schwarzenegger thinks it's good, then I better try to get it. So that's how they... That's slick. And he Schwarzenegger like purposely did it to troll Sylvester Stallone to do a bad movie. And that's that's the story. I don't hate that movie. Yeah. Well, it, it bombed in the box office. A lot of things bombed in the box office that didn't stink. That's true. That is true. Um, we should do a whole episode... 
and I'm already hearing Professor Charlie writing his uh, feedback loop about why this is a bad idea. We should do a whole episode on movies that bombed in the box office but are fantastic. Yeah, we could totally do a segment on that. Yeah. Including, a segment. Including Howard the Duck. A segment. A segment. <laughs> segment. What did I call it? A whole episode. Oh. I'm calling it a segment. Oh. Yeah, maybe that's a bit much. <laughs> Remember earlier in this episode when you asked if we could get rid of anything that ever existed on Earth? Don't say me. <laughs> it would be it would be a couple things for me now after this show's torque <laughs> climb close to over. Okay. Like funk poke has to go. Uh, some of the other wacky things that we've said during this episode. Like the episode that's not even recorded yet about just movies that flopped at the box office. Yeah, well, let's yeah. erase that. I'd get rid of that. Yeah. All right, so Mike Penna would like to know, what are our favorite movie snacks? Um, you want me to go first? While we're on the topic of movies, I figured we'd jump to this question. I'm the only person that wrote anything in the show notes. Well, I don't write my answers in the show notes. Oh. I could fly off the cuff. I'm more of a, I like to plan ahead. Yeah, it's kind of weak. Yeah, not always. Most of the time I don't. All right, so I put peanut butter M&M's. Not peanut M&M's, peanut butter M&M's, because they're better than Reese's Pieces. Okay, you bite your damn tongue. Peanut butter M&M's have like three times the amount of peanut butter in them. It doesn't matter. It's worse peanut butter, though. Yeah, but I'm a quantity over quality guy. That's not good. You know, like I'd rather have like a lot of crappy friends than like a few good friends. Yeah, it's stupid. (laughs) That was a joke. Or was it? Um, My other one is Pirate's Booty. That's not a movie theater snack. He didn't say movie theater snack. He just said movie snack. Oh, if you want to do movie theater snack, then I'll say, yeah, popcorn, man, with extra butter. Really? Yeah, the classics. Dude, that's the burger of movie theater snacks. Yeah, but how often do you eat popcorn? I never eat popcorn, except for at the movies. I don't eat it at the movies either, though. Um, I constantly get them stuck in the kernels in my throat. I'll tell you what my least favorite is. If you say snow caps. Were you going to say snow caps? I was going to say snow caps. They're the worst. <laughs> they yeah, they snow, do suck. I was just saying. Okay, I thought, you were, like, I thought we were really going to get into a fight right there because snow caps are the friggin' worst. Um, if, I'm a, if I go to a theater and I see someone get snow caps, I'm immediately like, oh, I do not want to know them. Yeah, yeah. I'll wait for them to open the box and slap it out of their hand. Yeah. Uh, one of the, one of like the, there's not many things that drive me crazy about my wife, but one of the three things that I hate about my wife um, is that she likes Nestle Crunch. Really? Is that weird? I'm like, of all the candies... Is it weird that you hate her or weird that she likes it? It's weird that she likes... No, I'm asking... It's not weird, it's weird that she likes it. It's not? No. Um, so it's Rice Krispies and chocolate. It's not a bad thing. Know, something about... Like Cocoa just, Krispies, you weirdo? Yeah. Cool. Solidify it. But like, of all the, 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 um, the uh, candy snacks... You're going to go with Nestle Crunch? Dude. I'd rather a regular Hershey's bar. I'm just saying. See, I think that's the dumbest snack. I'm just saying I'd rather, but if I had to pick, I'd probably go 100 grand, maybe Twix, Snickers. Oh, Twix are gross. I feel like there's like a like a tier list, right, of like best candies, like best to worst. And I think only a few land in the worst, like where it's like I don't want to know you for eating that. Yes, yeah, snow caps. Like snow caps are on there. Nestle Crunch. No, I don't think Nestle Crunch for me is in there. It's not. Kind of three musketeers. They're good, but they're like, they're kind of filler. You're like, all right, I'll have it. Milky Way also. Yeah, they're kind of filler. Yeah, but I don't look Milky like... Milky Way's filler. I don't look at anybody like not, that eats those the way, where I'm like, ew. Like, Milky Way at least puts a layer of caramel on top of their nougat. So yeah. they actually spice it up a little. Three Musketeers, though, is pretty boot. Yeah. If you... Put it this way. If someone is eating a Three Musketeers because it's part of like an assortment of, of like fun, fun-sized candies, 
you're not going to judge them for it. But if you ask someone, what's your favorite candy? And they said three musketeers, you would look at them like, what the hell is wrong with you? Do you agree? Totally. I, I don't think I would, man. Like if, I would. They'd have to say something completely bonkers. Like if they said like, like Necco wafers, I'd be like, no, you're dumb. <laughs> You're you're completely. Dumb. <laughs> those are terrible. It's like those eating school really, chalk. Yeah, those are the worst. Or, or if they said like circus peanuts, I'd I'd throw them out the window. Circus peanuts really are not good, no. and that's the worst part. Because like, the, there's a part of me that wants to like them for the humor of it, but they really are not tasty in any way. I feel like all the circus peanuts that have ever existed were made in 1910. That's the problem. They're all stale. They really are all stale. Maybe they they really did stop making them in 1910. <laughs> My go-to movie candy is uh, Junior Mints. Junior Mints are really good. Between Junior Mints and Reese's Peanut, Reese's Pieces, like those are the two that I alternate with at the theater. At the theater. Theater. I also like pretzel nuggets. Pretzel nuggets are good. A little nacho cheese sauce. I love cheese. All things cheese. And if it's melted, even better. And a cherry cola. It's the only time I drink soda is when I go to the theater. I love so I treat myself to a cherry cola. Yeah, I've Chick been- a cherry cola. Yeah, I've been- I went like a very long time without drinking soda, but all of a sudden lately, I go to- I've been- uh, I go to like Taco Bell a lot, as you all know. Oh, I get and soda like four times a year soda. at the theater. That's it. I sometimes get soda. At, at That's okay. You get a Mountain Dew or you get a regular soda. I get uh, like a Pepsi. That's weird. But Or Coke, whatever. I don't know what That's it weird. is. I think it's Pepsi. Regular cola stinks. Yeah, Mountain Dew. But Mountain Dew really is good. I like, I'm a, I'm a Mountain Dew purist, though. I don't want like any blue. You don't ice. like Baja Blast? Because it's it, money. No, it's good, but I'm a purist. You know, I like the original. You know what I mean? Yeah, the the dong shrinker, <laughs> the dong shrinker. I feel like also I'm gonna... stri- it strips paint off of cars, <laughs> yeah. and and shrinks your peach. These are facts. <laughs> if you ask eleven year old me and twelve year old Eric, we would stand and, by these and facts. Alex, and Alex Jones, I feel like would be would be part of that. Yeah, your brother. Oh, where he agrees on Mountain Dew? Yeah, shrinking dongs. Well, my dad drinks a ton of Mountain Dew. And <laughs> so we tease him about it all the time. It's, Can we get your mom on the thing, show? It's, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a good thing that he started drinking Mountain Dew after you guys were born. <laughs> yeah. Because you guys wouldn't have existed. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to tell you guys my favorite movie theater candy, and then you're going to ostracize me. You've already been ostracized. It's fine. I'm going to get. I'm going to get. Point. I'm going to get double ostracized. If you say snow caps, you're leaving. It's not snow caps. Okay, then you're fine. It's uh, Twizzlers. Oh, that's totally fine. That's totally fine. That's my oldest niece Kylie's favorite, and we usually uh, like half and half, whatever we get. You know what's funny about this is a weird thing that's been happening to me in, over the last like five years. I started liking chocolate Twizzlers. Chocolate Twizzlers are the best ones. Okay, that's the worst. That's on my bottom tier list. I knew. See, if you want to be ostracized, you know, just I'll teach like, you the way. I can, under, I can understand. <laughs> I mastered the art of being ostracized. <laughs> I can understand like black black Twizzlers. Like I understand not liking those, but I do like those. But I understand people not liking them. But chocolate Twizzlers are awesome. Yeah, and when it comes to tro- um, black licorice. I understand people who don't like black licorice. I used to hate black licorice. You got to get the soft, like Australian style black licorice. Yeah, not going to happen. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> nope, like soft, don't care either. super soft and delicious. I don't believe a word you're saying right now. You should try it. Why don't you, uh, you know. Mike Penn also had another question. Oh, yeah? What's question? <laughs> he would like to know who's the next guest host on Dinner for Dessert. Oh, that's easy. Uh, positive K. Ah, the K man. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the man... Is the insp- he's the inspiration? He's the uh, genius, the architect behind one of the greatest hit singles in the history of of hip hop. Uh, I got a man. Yeah, I feel like we're gonna have a little problem though. Why? Because he hates you. He does hate me. You hit him in the head with a beer bottle. Well, what if we bring him on as like a to apologize yeah, like finally a mea, after like a all mea this culpa. Time. Sorry, I smashed you in the face with two a beer decades bottle. ago. 
Yeah. Uh, I totally, this is not a made up story. This is actually um, 100% fact. Positive K was hired to be like a guest. You know how like they get like C-list celebrities to just hang out at bars? They'll like pay them like five grand to just hang out there. It's a sweet gig. And then they put it on the flyer like, hey, Positive K is going to be at, at, at the bar tonight. So he was doing one of those things. We were at the bar not to see him, but he just happened to be there that day. And I walked past him I'm like, holy crap, it's Positive K. So I went to say hi. And you know when it's super <laughs> loud in a bar and you want to say something to someone, so you put your like your you like cup your hand around your mouth and then you like talk into their ear. Well, I went to do that, but I forgot that my beer bottle was in my hand. So when I lifted it, I just cracked him right in the nose with a beer bottle <laughs> to go talk to him. Like I full on hit him in the face with a beer bottle. Yep. And he didn't know I was going to talk to him, so he just thought I hit him in the face with a beer bottle. Yeah, it was almost a situation. <laughs> it was almost a situation. The bouncers had to, you know. Break it out. And uh, so Positive K hates me. But I'd like to get him on the air. Uh, one, to clear the air. And two, to just uh, you know ask him about you know the inspiration for his hit single, I Got a Man. Which, by the way, little fun fact. Do you want to tell it? Do you know what I was going to say or no? What? That he does both voices? He does both Which voices. Which is crazy. He does both voices. <laughs> Jones, have you ever listened to the song I Got a Man by Positive K? Yeah. The hip-hop ta- artist from the early 90s? We, we've talked Positive about this. Pro- K? We've talked about this privately, yeah. He... Does the voice of the girl <laughs> yeah. like he's kicking it to his uh, to his own voice? And the, sh- the, the it's pretty the smart. He's got like a great girl rapper <laughs> yeah. voice. You know how I found this out? I was googling trying to figure out who the girl rapper was in the song, the hit song "I Got a Man" by Positive K, the hip hop. Because we were going to try and get her on the show. Yeah, and we figured let's start with her, get her on the air, and then we'll get Positive K as a, as a follow up. Turns out he is she and uh, Finkel Zeinhorn <laughs> yeah. and whatnot. So that happened. <laughs> While you were telling us this story, I Googled uh, D-list celebrities that could possibly host this podcast. Yeah. And I actually wrote it just like that. Yeah. And it gave me two people. And uh, I don't know who you would choose first, but it was either Carrot Top or Dustin Diamond from Saved by the Bell. Dustin Diamond. Dustin Diamond. All right. I would rather be punched in the face. Uh, than have to spend an hour and a half with Carrot Top. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. All right. This next question is from uh, Mike Jones's little brother, Alex. This one is, do you guys use the variable speed controller on your windshield wipers? That's none of your damn business, Alex. <laughs> All right. So here's the thing. I have, uh, I have uh, windshield wiper speed uh, issues. Yeah. I don't like to have my wipers going faster than the other cars around me on the road because I feel like I'm softer. You and I can't like see through the rain. I'm a man. So I set mine slower than theirs in hopes that they go, whoa, that guy's crazy. He doesn't need to clear his windshield from the rain. For extended periods of time, I feel I have a real issue with this, <laughs> Eric. I'm, you know, based on tonight's episode, I'm thinking we should our next guest should be a therapist, <laughs> and we should really just do a deep dive into what makes you you. Why you don't do that? Like if I'm in a red light and I see the car in front of me and his are going slower, like more intermittent than mine, I lower mine slower than his. Even if I can't see, I have to do that. Oh, uh, I do. I do weird stuff like that. I, if I if my windshield wipers are at a rhythm that is different than the rhythm of the song I'm listening yeah. to, I switch the song. <laughs> is that weird? <laughs> so I'm with you in the weirdness. But uh, my biggest beef with windshield wipers is there's they haven't figured out a way to make it like just the right speed. No, it's no. always like too slow. The next one's too fast or too fast. And then the worst is you ever get I don't, I don't know how to fix it, but like sometimes when it just gets into a, a, a funk where it like. Every time it goes, it makes like a really loud noise. It's like, like, what the hell is happening? You got to get a different blade. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
the the variable speed is all right. So there's two, right? Like there's like three clicks on the tree, right? Yeah. But then you could also twist it on some cars, and it and it changes it even more. On the first speed, you could twist it. Yeah. Yeah. The so twist, two and three are their own. The yeah. the twist in most cars doesn't do a damn thing. Mine has four different ones. Does it really? Yeah. That's why I'm able to control it slower than the other car, so I don't feel as nerdy. I I respect that. I respect the uh, w- this is your time machine, the Kia Optima. <laughs> I don't have the. I haven't had the Optima in six years. Oh well, that's why we haven't been able to time travel. I have the Sportage. Now. Nice. You have a Kia Sportage. I do. Oh, I've had a Kia. You've been in it like a thousand times. I have. Remember when we, we, I asked you guys the question, "What are you freakishly bad at?" <laughs> And no one asked me. I'm freakishly bad at like normal human stuff, all of it, including remembering. Like knowing anything know, about your friends? Knowing anything about like the things that are happening around me, like what car you drive that I've been in a hundred times. I had no idea you had a Kia Sportage. Yep. I thought you had a Kia Optima this entire time. Okay. Oh, and man. after the Optima, I had the Sorento for a three-year lease. Got rid of the Sorento and now I'm on the Sportage lease. You're telling me that you've had three cars and... In the last five years, and yes, I, and I have the whole time haven't noticed yes. any of this. Yes, exactly what I'm telling you. Wow. Oh man, how about this? What kind of car do I drive? You have a three door Saturn. You have a three door Saturn. <laughs> no, I haven't had the Saturn in many years. Uh, you have, so now I feel like pomp. You have a <laughs> Nissan Vista. Altima. No. Maxima. No. Uh, it's not even made by Nissan. Mitsubishi Diamante? It's not, not a Mitsubishi. <laughs> uh, Mitsubishi Galant? No. Um, uh, a I, I, Kia Sophia? I have no. no idea what kind of car you have. I've <laughs> seen, seen it. Toyo- I don't know what it is. Toyota Corolla. Tercel. It's a Tercel. It's a Tercel. That's it's a Toyota. Toyota. When did they stop making Tercels? I don't know. No one cares. I feel like they were prizes on like classic concentration in 1984. They were prizes in uh, toy crane machines at the yeah. arcade. <laughs> you drive a Toyota Camry? No. Jesus, I really have no idea. Yeah, what, you're what is it? I've been in it a lot of times. It's a Toyota Corolla. I said, oh, you that. said that. I said Corolla. I, I didn't get a chance to confirm. Uh, <laughs> so you're just going to let us go forever? Wow, no, we no, were- I, I, I was way more into the dropping the crane. <laughs> Winning on the, a Tercel on the Toyota Tercel. Oh man, if I if I ever need it, like an alias, my first name is going to be Tercel. That's a good one. What will my last name be? I think that should be your last name. No, but that's what makes it good. Is Tercel sounds like a, it could be a first name. No. So then your last name should be Anthony. Tercel Anthony. <gasps> <laughs> oh my God, my name's Tercel Anthony. Because everyone would call you Anthony Tercel, and you'd be like, No, 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 no it's Tercel Anthony. <laughs> Oh man, there's so many people I work with that have like a last name, a first name for a last name, and when you know you every you always see people in the directory or like in the email, it's always last name comma first name. I have two first names. <laughs> you do have two first names, Eric. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Do people ever call you Owen? Owen, Eric. Uh sometimes. Yeah. Real jerks. Real jerks do that. Yeah. All right. So Dorney gave us a question. Uh, favorite restaurant ever, and why? Favorite restaurant ever, Jones. You, I feel like you should go first on this one. Uh, yeah, I'll give you. Um, you know what? I wanted to narrow it down, but actually, it's one. It's a uh, Delmonico's in the city. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, that's my favorite. This is going to be a quick question because mine is the same as Pomp's. Because I see what he wrote in the notes. Oh, you saw it, and that's mine too. So yeah, Chur- Churrascaria Barada 
in Mineola, New York. I know a lot of people are listening don't don't live in New York, but if you ever do visit New York, specifically uh, Western Long Island on the Queens border, you go to Churrascaria Barada. It is a Portuguese barbecue place, and it is the best one I've ever been to in my life. Yeah, it's amazing. It's endless meats. It's the best meat on top of meat on top of meat. So if you've ever been to a Churrascaria, like a Brazilian one, Brazilian ones are like. Like Portuguese is the original, and then the Brazilian one like takes it and like adds like the Brazilian flair to it. I personally like the Portuguese ones better. Me too. It's feel- a, the meal itself is called rodizio. Rodizio, there you go. Yeah, that's like the the rodizio is when they just keep coming to your table <coughs> over and over with unlimited meat until you basically tell them like, please stop because I'm gonna die. Yeah, but it's so good. Yep. So that's I share the same favorite as you. Yeah, the place is amazing. But Delmonico's a great choice. Delmonico's is probably. Didn't we say? Didn't we f- figure out that it's one of the oldest restaurants yes, ever? Yes, we sure did. Oh, it's the first restaurant in New York for certain. Yep. And they've invented a bunch of dishes. A bunch of things come out of there. Baked Alaska was invented there. Yes, sir. Lobster Thermidor was invented there. A whole bunch of things, man. You know what? Actually, I, I do want to narrow down a couple other restaurants. Run, that are runners up. Like runners up. I, there's a soft spot in my heart for that uh, Chatterbox place in, in Pennsylvania. Chatterbox. Oh, yes, my God. Dude. Chatterbox. Chatterbox is on the way to my house in the Poconos. Um, it's a big circular. How do you even describe it? That's it. It's a circular restaurant. It's a big circular restaurant, and all the tables go around the edge, and then in the middle is is a like a NASCAR or Batmobile. I don't remember. It's a Batmobile. <laughs> the Batmobile. Batmobile. Yeah. Like a real size. And then, oh, there's a NASCAR like hanging from yes. the, from the ceiling. Very dangerous. Very dangerous. It's <laughs> like motorcycles everywhere, and they have um, like. You know, classic car shows there like every weekend. Yeah. It's just, it is like 1950s nostalgia to the, to like perfection. And it's the only restaurant that I order a veggie burger at. They have a Santa Fe veggie burger that I love. Yeah, it's super good. It's got like black beans and corn and like all that good stuff in it. Mm. Yeah, I want to kind of go to Chatterbox. And yeah, we got to do that real soon. It's in, I think it's in New Jersey actually on the way to Pennsylvania. So yeah. it's like um, Sparta maybe. It's, it's probably like an it's hour. It's in a- Pennsylvania? I don't want to go anymore. <laughs> It's, I think it's in Sparta, it's New Jersey. Take that off the list right now. Sparta. Stupid being in Jersey. Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. All right. So Professor Charlie wants to know, what are your individual connections to the Gilgo Beach murder victims? All right. So we're going to skip right over that one. Uh, 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 Professor Charlie also <laughs> wants to know, how often did or do you return to the scene of the crime? All right. So Lucy wants to know, <laughs> if there could be only one pizza place left in the world, which would you pick? We're innocent. It wasn't me. What's up? Lucy would like to know if there could only be one pizza place left in the world, which would you pick? Domino's, obviously. <laughs> just to piss off Nappy. Awesome. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He, um, I just heard him turn off his. Yeah. My, <laughs> mine would be. Mine would be. This is an easy one for me, for real. Uh, it would be L and B. Damn, we're matching up again. Yeah, L and B in Brooklyn. Uh, yep. Or same. Also, also known as Moni Gardens. I, I still don't know how to name this place, but it's L and B. Spamoni Gardens. That's yeah, it. It's so good, dude. They make a Sicilian slice, except. It goes, they put the cheese on it first, and then the sauce, and then they sprinkle Parmesan cheese, and it's, I know it sounds like, oh, whatever, that's a gimmick. It's not a gimmick. And I think their sauce is heavy on the pepper, because it's a different flavored sauce than you get anywhere else. It's the best it's flavor It's not like ever. sweet sauce, it's the best flavor. It is the best flavor sauce. I'm not kidding you when I say this, it will be the best Sicilian slice you've ever had in your life. Even if you don't like Sicilian, which by the way, I'm not a huge Sicilian It's not a Sicilian slice. It's a square from L&B, and it's its own thing. It's so good. You can't even it's categorize so it into Sicilian. What about you, Jonesy? I hate to say that it's not L&B because I love L&B pizza. 
That's fine. We already okay. we already we saved agree. it. Yeah, we agree. Just pick a second place then. Second pick, place, pick your runner up. My place is well. No, my number one place is Frank Pepe's in New Haven, Connecticut. I heard that place is top notch. There's a couple of places in New Haven that are supposed to be like the best pizza in the country. And that's one of them. There's another one I can't remember. There's like called. five Mystic on the pizza, same. Pizza, I think it's called. There's like five on the same street. So there's yeah. Sally's a pizza. There's Modern a pizza. There's Frank Pepe's. There's one other on that street also. Not Mystic Pizza. Am I making that? That's name more up? famous for just like the actual place. Yeah. Not okay. the taste. Frank Pepe's is famous for the taste. For like they're amazing. on tops of like every list that's brick oven pizza right that's why it's like the it's like hipster pizza i don't love uh, that pizza though that's not really my thing it's like you know how you know how the same way lnb is its own thing like frank pepe's is its own thing like yeah it's made in a brick oven but it's not brick oven pizza and when they give it to you it's like this giant like they don't really like make like a like a round pie or a square pie it's just kind of like whatever shape they put it in amoeba all right well pick a saturday i'll drive and we'll just go get lunch. Can we do this? Can we go, since we'll be in New Haven, can we just go to like a Yale frat party and just pretend we go to school there? Yes. Is that weird? Did I ever tell you the time when I visited our friend Brad at Yale? And I was, <laughs> I was at the keg party and like I didn't want to admit that I didn't go there. So I was like, I was filling up my beer and some girl walks over. She's like, hey, you're my uh, Econ 101 class, right? I'm like, yeah, totally. And she's like, what do you think about it? So I'm like, you know. It's a little, it's challenging, but I, you know, uh, it's pretty good. And she's like, I'm just kidding. I have no idea who you are. I'm like, <laughs> this is embarrassing. Um, I didn't go to Yale. Um, but uh, we should do this. I'm definitely down. Yeah, I'm in. We need a road trip. Yeah, we, we haven't had one in so long. So. What we should do is, we sh- I'm just throwing this out there. We drive up to New Haven. We get Frank Peppies. Then we cross over to New Jersey. Straight to L&B? Get, no. Well, oh, yeah. Go to L&B. Oh, you're going to say Chatterbox? We... we Let's okay. Let's redo this. Start over. Go to L and B first because it's cl- closest, right? We go to L and B in Brooklyn. Then we drive to New Haven. We grab uh, Frank Peppy's. Then we cut west. Go to Chatterbox in New Jersey. Get uh, dinner. The, the dinner. Then drive down um, to Philly and get cheesesteaks for bakery like, sticks from Seven Eleven. Yeah, cheesesteak bakery <laughs> sticks from Seven Eleven in Philly, um, and then drive back. I'm in. Awesome. I'm totally in. All right, we're down to the final question. I'm nervous. This comes from Brendan. In Bloodsport, Jean-Claude Van Damme's character (laughs) performs the death touch to prove he is part of the Tanaka clan, to which he does this successfully. My question is, why doesn't he death touch the entire competition from the beginning? Well, the real answer is because it would make for a really boring movie. Yeah, but in the movie world, I feel like the answer is it has to charge. It has to charge. You can only you can only do it like once a year. You can do it once a year. I think Jones is leaving. Bye, Jones. <laughs> uh, he's really leaving. Um, that's a good. That's a great, great answer. That is a great answer. Jones is actually done for the night. We will. Uh, we'll have to just pick up the slack as Jones has gone downstairs. I mean, that was done. it for the ask us anything, you know. Yeah, that was a that was a great uh, that was a great episode. Hey, a minute. No, an uh, that's, hour. That's an hour and a half. We weren't doing this for a minute. And I half. forgot how to read time. So that that's an hour. Hey, welcome back, Jonesy. That was a good uh, good hour and a half. Yeah, I'm glad we got together. So I just want to say, um, it is Thanksgiving in two days, yes. and I am super thankful for uh, both of you. 
And Layla the dog, who sits here and licks herself during every episode. She's so gross when she licks herself, but we love her anyway. Um, I'm thankful for everybody that listens to the show. Me too. I am thankful for the cold brew coffee you made me that I drank during this whole show and just finished. Did you like it? It was delicious. Oh, my recommendation, the coffee bar, the Ninja coffee bar. It's pretty cool. I watched him use it before. It's pretty awesome. I made him a delicious cold brew. Um, So yeah, so those are the things I'm thankful for. Nice. Well, I'm thankful for you guys. Um, I'm thankful for uh, the show, our listeners, for my health. Um, I'm thankful for Layla the dog, my kids, my my wife. Um, I'm th- just thankful to be alive, to be honest. I feel you. Word. How Jonesy? You, Jonesy? I'm thankful for Frank Pepe's pizza, and that's it. <laughs> that's Hit it. it. Hit it. Hit it. <laughs> no, right. no. I'm, I, honestly, I'm, I'm thankful for you, the both of you guys and all the people that listen to this show, which I, I'm still shocked that anyone listens to us. I think it's awesome. Yeah. I'm thankful for my awesome coworkers, my wonderful family, my awesome fiance, my cool roommate, uh, my little cat, Maud. Uh, That's a great name for a that cat. It is good. Yeah, she's an Very old lady. Very classic, yeah. We got her as an older cat, so she's she's got an old lady name. So, you know how old ladies have the stereotype of being like cat ladies? Do you... Old cats become like mouse ladies. <laughs> Just throwing that out there, man. Way to ruin this most turn, sincere moment we've ever had on the show. Oh, sorry. Turn sorry. the show off. Sorry. Just turn the sorry. show off. All right. Go back. Go back to your sincerity. I'm sorry. <clears throat> oh, I think I was done. No. <laughs> I'm thankful for my ex-landlord. I'm, I'm, thankful for, I'm thankful for Steve that works down at the go-kart place. <laughs> <laughs> thankful for skin-wrapped french fries. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. All right. So just uh, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. We totally appreciate you. And uh, I guess we'll, we're not doing a new episode this weekend coming up, but next weekend will be Saturday. You will. Right. So today's you're going to hear that when you're listening to this. It's it's Wednesday. So not this Friday, that Friday, but then the next Friday. Yes, we'll be doing another episode. This yeah. is the one for this week. So enjoy your Thanksgiving with your family. Cherish them. Love them. Appreciate everyone around you um like we appreciate you on that note bye peace
Slipped away 